Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. Search and rescue continues after Hurricane Ian's wrath. Devastating. It's like a war zone here. Stop trying to cast aspersions on people that were doing the best job they could. North Korea launched an intercontinental ballistic missile directly over Japan. We condemn this launch and it's a violation of U.S. Security Council resolutions. Trump suing CNN. CNN should be ashamed of itself. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, getting warmed up even before we go on the air. And uh, that's some of the best conversation. We can't put it on the air necessarily. But, that's, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a premium package you can subscribe right. to. Just, just see Clark. You can call in. It's nine ninety nine a month. There you go. Uh Fox News is reporting that the U.S. national debt has now passed $31 trillion for the first time in history. Do you realize that there have been two months this year where we have increased the debt by a trillion dollars in just a month? Mm. Yeah. I, I, I followed the uh, the Fed's balance sheet probably on a weekly basis, and uh, I, I've been seeing this, and just it's just incredible. To think back um, – I didn't even think about this today until you brought it up, but I think back in 2012, that's what, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, when David Walker went on his basically crusade to uh, make people aware of just how broke we are as a federal government and what things we have in the future that we cannot control unless we make some changes. You know, he was he was screaming to the top of his lungs about a $10 trillion debt. And that's just uh, um, believe, 10 years ago. You know, I can't, I can't remember if it was uh, – 10 billion or 100 billion but i i do remember you know in my lifetime that when we well look there, there was actually a time in my lifetime when we were not in debt that there was actually a surplus but you know it was a big deal when we hit that 10 billion dollar mark yeah. and it it doubled um in the obama administration and you know some of it to his doing some of it to the democrats doings, but some of it some stru- structural issues that that needs to be changed, but it uh, there was more debt incurred during the Obama administration than all previous administrations dating back to George Washington just in those eight years. The the semantics that they play around with. Now, the U.S. national debt has passed $31 trillion, and each trillion is $1,000 billion. Mm-hmm. So uh, what is that, $31,000 billion? A lot of dang money. A lot of money. <clears throat> Um, Biden in September said, you know, Republicans talk a lot about being physically responsible. Last year, I reduced the deficit by $350 billion. You know how much this year, not counting Medicaid changes, $1,700,000,000. So I don't want to hear it from Republicans about physical responsibility. So, I mean, he says that. And for the, I mean, obviously these numbers don't add up. Well, well what he's talking about which is just well he interchange- first of all he interchanged debt and and deficit Ex- constantly exactly De- you know deficit is the difference between what money is taken in in a single fiscal year for the government and what money goes out that's the deficit that the, that's the budget deficit the debt is what the united states owes and uh for him to say that that's intellectually dishonest also some of those spending decreases were things that were COVID-specific related that were spent and went away. So it's not like he's done anything dramatic 
to reduce or, that. Or, or he, Come he, on. he proposes, you know, his, his new budget is going to be $2 trillion, and he reduces it to $1.75 trillion or $1.65 trillion. He says, hey, look, I reduced this by $350 billion. Aren't I wonderful? Yeah. And, and as you know, they, we've had David Walker, former Comptroller General of the United States, on the program uh, at, le- at least a couple of times, yeah. maybe three yeah. or four times. Um, you know, the thing that he always pushes, which is which is correct, it's not so much the level of debt, but the debt to GDP, the gross domestic product, and that has continued to get higher and higher and higher. I mean, it's kind of like comparing it to a, to a business level, you know. Hey, you know, you can say, well, gosh, I'm a million dollars in debt. Well, if I can get a million dollars in debt and do a hundred more million in business, well, it makes sense to do that. Right. But you can't keep increasing your debt when your sales volume goes right. down. Right. And that's right. that's where the yeah. big problem is. I, I mean, there are, there are times that a business says, I, I have to get this piece of equipment. I'm going to put it on credit. Uh, but at, listen, my plan is it's going to produce so much more revenue for me when I put this piece of equipment in that I can pay it off in a year. Well, th- these guys have no concept of paying anything off. And listen, I, I understand the whole you know, debt to ratio to GDP and all that, but bottom line is it, we need a, uh, a, a balanced budget amendment because we do not have anybody in Washington that has the personal responsibility to take a look at the debt in a way that it is manageable. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they just, first of all, there's very few businessmen up there or businesswomen up there. There's just very few. Most of them have worked for the government all their lives. Many of them have been in an elective office all their life. And they, some of them up there actually believe, well, you just print more money. What's the big deal? And the scary part, I mean, I know this probably isn't supposed to be a debt show, but while on this subject, the scary part is, is, you know, we we incurred these his, these huge uh, debts, thirty trillion debt, with forty year historically low interest rates. Yeah. Now interest rates were flipped to the other side, four or five percent more than what they were. So that means a, a larger portion of our budget, with a larger outstanding part of our debt, is going to go to interest, and you get Bingo. nothing for interest, yeah. zero. Yeah. On top of that, think about this. Social Security will will get a Social Security increase here, be announced next week or week after next. The COLA will will, will be based on the inflationary measures from yeah. a month ago, which is eight nine percent. Will be it'll be nine percent. Yeah. So so that that's hitting our budget again. Not so everybody's getting a nine percent raise. That's great, but somebody's got to pay for it, and yeah. it's and it's going to debt. We don't we don't have this secret bank account with our Social Security funds in it. It's not there. And it's an if, if there was, listen, I mean, we need energy for the energy consumption, but we could be an exporting energy nation and we could get to the point that we could actually begin to turn this ship around. But right now with this current administration, ain't going to happen. And speaking of energy, where are we at in energy? Gas prices are going up. We've got the threat of nuclear war in the world and winter coming and Biden has, for political reasons only, has dipped down our reserves the lowest they've ever been. Yep, yep, yep. And not all for time. political purposes. For political purposes. Uh, speaking of energy, the coal miner's daughter passed away, Loretta Lynn, 90 years old. From Hurricane away. Mills, Tennessee. Yeah. You 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 are uh, you read that today or are you a fan? No, actually, I was going through there uh, early '90s, heading out west on a, a across the country trip, and I said, "Hey, that's where Loretta Lynn's from." I yeah. turned off a of forty, drove down, and went right up to her house. Somehow, that seems like you know. I mean, 
to see Loretta Lynn passing. I mean, she was just a, a mainstay in country music. Coal Miner's Daughter, the big hit in 1969 for her. Uh, her book came out in 1976, same name, Coal Miner's Daughter. 1980, Sissy Spacek portrayed Lynn and won an Academy Award. You know, it was interesting. I was looking at this article today, and there was a picture of Loretta Lynn from probably 20, 30 years ago. She, Sissy Spacek looks just like Loretta Lynn. She does. <laughs> she look, I didn't realize that until I was reading this article. She really looks like uh, Loretta Lynn. Do you know who played her husband in the movie Coal Miner's Daughter? Uh, 1980. No clue. <clears throat> Al Gore's college roommate. You know who his college roommate was? Uh, I've heard this before, but I cannot remember. You ever heard of Lonesome Dove? Robert, Not Robert Duvall, but Tommy Lee Jones? Oh, yeah. Tommy oh, yeah. Lee Jones yeah. played, I think, what's his name, Doolin or something? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he played. That was one of his early roles. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones probably lived too, isn't he? Probably. Well, he's from Hollywood, right? <laughs> Speaking of libs, Whoopi Goldberg today said that Georgia GOP Senate candidate Herschel Walker. I tell you, they're really worried about Herschel Walker beating Warlock. All the focus on that tells me they're, they've got some polling that scares the hell out of them. I mean, yesterday, the New York Times came out with this article saying he's, he ain't black enough. He doesn't represent the black people. Today, Whoopi Goldberg comes out and says that the candidate Herschel Walker was essentially a token but listen to what she says. He's a token claiming that the Republican Party had only nominated him because they needed to have a black candidate in the race. Goldberg made the comments during Tuesday's broadcast of The View, arguing that the only possible explanation for Walker's nomination was that the party believed they needed to put forth someone with the right skin color. Whoa, wait a minute. This is what you live and die for as a lib. That's all you do is find somebody that you can check the box. How do you think Kamala Harris became the vice president? Do you think for one second Kamala Harris is in there because of her intellect? Do you think if the same person was a white male, that that person would be the vice president of the United States? Of course not. That's all you liberals do. Is find somebody with uh, how many boxes can we check? <laughs> you know, proof that America is again the greatest nation in the world and the land of opportunity. Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. <laughs> that mental giant that she is. I mean, she gets to interject about politics. The same person that talked about how wonderful a doctor Dr. Jill Biden was, and she ought to be considered for the Surgeon General. <laughs> she actually said that. She is the perhaps the dumbest person on television oh you racist uh well i mean her and uh joy behar are neck and neck man, they're neck they and are. neck for the Boy, dumbest people they are on television yeah, only in america <laughs> and again if 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 you had people that stupid that were conservatives <laughs> it, it's amazing to me and the people get up there and applaud this crap <laughs> there's been a few but thank goodness they they lose their jobs kind of quickly but uh not uh not behar and whoopi goldberg i tell you let's go ahead and take a break because when i get back i you know i i know we have been talking a lot about uh the whole transgenderism the last couple of days and but it, it's in the news you you can't get rid of it i really think that this whole transgenderism especially as it relates to hospitals and transgender surgery and chemical castration all this stuff this is the 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 new uh, 
soup of the day for liberalism, although it's not going to just be with us a day. It is here, but it is all over the news. And the latest is, remember when the National Association of Educators wrote to Joe Biden, who got his DOJ to come down on parents attending school board meetings? Well, now the AMA has appealed to the DOJ and Merrick Garland to basically let's keep an eye on these people that are complaining about what's going on with these transgender surgeries. You can't make it up. Stay with us. We'll cover that and more when we get back. This is your Drive at Five and ENC with Tom Lamprecht. Welcome back to News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Welcome back in. Taking a quick look at your weather forecast. Partly cloudy, a low of 49 tonight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 69, warming up, warming up a little bit. A few clouds tomorrow night, a low of 51. Sunshine and clouds on Thursday with a high of 76. And uh, back to 80 by Friday. It cools down on the weekend. So all in all, a pretty good-looking week of sunshine after uh, Ian drenched us last weekend. Uh, so it looks like a pretty good weekend. Yeah, you know, I talked to some folks uh, last night out at the Outer Banks and then some folks today up in um, – the Tidewater area, and they're having problems now because you know the backside of the yeah, storm yeah, is pushing yeah. a nor'easter basically down, and uh, they're having flooding. In fact, I think um, I think the Outer Bank schools were out of school. Manio, that area, mm-hmm. were out of school yesterday because uh, there's I saw, streets flooding. I saw that um, Route 12 is back open down to uh, Hatteras, but you know that that got all covered with sand, and they had to clear that off again. Uh, I tell you what, and I, and they had an aerial shot of it. You have a bulldozer pushing the sand over. You've got the bay on about 50 yards on one side and the ocean on about 10 yards on the other side. I mean, it, it's like riding up the beach, basically, over there. Yeah, I think they I think they just keep a DOT crew out there to const- constantly yeah. work on that. The um, weather is brought to you by our friends at the Ironwood Golf and Country Club. Whether you're looking to spend your fall courtside or greenside, Ironwood offers a variety of membership packages tailored to fit your lifestyle with no initiation fee required. Remember, too, if you're headed to the beach this fall, pack your clubs because Ironwood members receive reciprocal golf and dining privileges at the Beaufort Club in Beaufort and Compass Point Golf Club and Magnolia Greens located near Wilmington. For more information or be a part of Ironwood, Contact membership director Jenna Doyle. Her number is 252-752-4653. Join in the fun at Ironwood today, a part of the Renaissance Golf Group. Uh, This next story is uh, very uh, disturbing. Uh, It was in the News and Observer, and I actually think WNCT broke the story. But a stepmother has been arrested and charged with malicious castration after her stepson was brought to the hospital with burns and injuries all over his body, including to his genitals. North Carolina deputies uh, told news outlets a child was brought to an emergency room medical center in Wilson in July with third-degree burns as well as injuries to the head, face, arms, legs, back, and genitalia, according to WRAL. Medical staff determined that wounds were not self-inflicted and that some were not uh, current and appeared to be in the healing process. The Wilson County Sheriff's Office received a referral from the county's Department of Social Services on July 29th saying the child was possibly abused. The child's age wasn't specified in the news reports. Now, obviously, for this to happen, I would assume that the child was fairly young. The... uh, 
name of the stepmother has not been released to protect the identity of the child. The mother is being held on a $2 million bond, according to WRAL. The sheriff's office would not return a request from uh, McClatchy News, which is the uh, publisher <coughs> is the publisher of uh, the News and Observer. This is a horrendous story. And I, I mean, what, ha- what happened should not happen. I bring this up, though, not, not maybe, A, it's newsworthy, and this was out today, even though it happened back in July. But I also bring this up because, my gosh, we are having these surgeries. Now, listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this woman is a doctor or it's, it's the exact same thing, but we're talking about mutilation on this child and at the same time, we have right now the, the the big woke deal and a lot of hospitals in conservative areas, including Vanderbilt in the middle of Tennessee, conservative Tennessee. I mean, go to the Vanderbilt website. There's all kinds of videos up there bragging about what they do, bragging about, you know, I'm sorry, permanently mutilating children. Whether it's their genitalia or removing girls' breasts, and as horrendous as this story is about this stepmom, the stepmother doing this to this child, is is it? I mean, am I am I wrong to say mm. why are you so upset about that? And and you just look the other way when we're having un, uh, under the under the guise of well, this child thinks. He's a, a boy when it's a girl or vice versa. And we're allowing this to continue to take place. It's, it is it is mind-boggling and it is sickening that there is not a, a, a more screaming protest over this. It's amazing to me that we're, we, are, we, we are having to accept that this is normal normal procedure and behavior for youth to go through this and if and if if you don't agree with this there's there's something wrong wrong with the majority of the population that uh that thinks there's something wrong with this and i i don't know uh you know i, th- I think i think i heard congressman murphy on yeah he's on with henry last yeah, last, Friday, last week and yeah. you know he's you know i think he is probably more qualified than certainly us and and most that uh wish to opine on this issue i mean he he you know he said it was malpractice for anyone any doctor to do this to someone you know under 21 um i, yeah, I hate to put words in his mouth but i'm pretty certain certain that's the way he described it yeah i, was I, listening I, I, in I that heard day. that interview and that was some very you're very close if not exact and i don't know why all of a sudden it's like it's almost in half the news stories that you know you look at hundreds of news stories a day probably i, I uh, do certainly a, a week a yeah. week yeah I, know, I do too and and it's like every other story is just yeah. something about this and i don't know you know why why where's where's it coming from is, is it just another issue with the progressives and the democrat party taking advantage of the progressive wing of the, of the democrat party to say you know what here's a here, here's another here's another way that we can segregate people and separate people into one issue voters demonize anyone that uh, disagrees with you know what their view of this is, and I, it's just amazing to me. I mean, uh, you, Barack Obama 
just you know uh what 2000 he was elected what 2008 2008 mm-hmm. and First 2012 yeah. he, he didn't have this kind of radical view where's all of a sudden now it's you know the, bernie Sanders. they're very patient though they, yeah I mean, but bernie sanders said it best in, in in october of 2020 at the democratic convention when you know the tapes of behind the scene committees got released he said things that are was once considered extreme in the democrat party is now mainstream he's exactly right yep and yep. if you continue to vote Democrat, and I'm not a partisan person, I'm not a member of any political party, never been a, a member of the Republican Party. Um, if you're still voting Democrat, do you believe in this stuff? Do you believe no. that we're in America right now where more than 50% of our elected officials in the in the U.S. House of Representatives will not define what a woman is? Yeah. Yeah. Thinks that a man can get pregnant? Where the hell did this all of a sudden happen? Yep, uh, as my friend Harry Reader says, a revolution is you 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 have to uh, celebrate what you once condemned, and you have to condemn what you once celebrated. I and think it's in Isaiah that says something like that. Uh, the um, and and you know, is it, what's interesting about this is right now we are seeing the AMA use the same gaslighting techniques that the CDC used during the whole vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm that if you dare challenge anything we say you are an enemy you you have no right to speak up you're a part of the lunatic fringe listen and was was and i i don't want to sound like i'm patting myself on the back I, i'm just I, it's, it's my personality that i'm somewhat of a skeptic and but you just hear it here first i mean eventually everyone catches up with news and views that I mean just go ahead and say it <laughs> well, well no i was actually going to say when it came to the vaccine i was always very leery of the vaccine i've never been vaccinated i've never had a booster and uh I've, I've lived to tell about it and listen again let me make it real clear i'm not it, it, that that's a personal decision that was your choice yeah. and that was my choice and if you just chose to get the vaccine th- th- that's fine but when early on i had to be very careful who i shared that with i mean now I, I, people from all different backgrounds are patting me on the back and say wow you were smarter than we thought but at the time, you had to be. I had to be very careful who I shared that with because they they thought I was a nut. And just, I think it's today. I think it was the American Medical Association. If you've got this story, go with it. Or if I'm wrong, correct me. But I, I read somewhere today. I think it was AMA that they want the DOJ to go after Bingo. Um, COVID misinformation by doctors. They want to go after transgender misinformation by doctors. And well, there's something about COVID, too, about COVID misinformation as well. I, I saw that in the uh, – I'll have to look that up. But um, Last summer, the Department it. of Justice and Attorney General Merrick Garland were caught red-handed as they fulfilled a request by the National School Board Association, which passed along the Biden White House, their use of the Patriot Act against parents at school board meetings. We went over that. That's old news. Now, the same DOJ has been, is being petitioned by the American Medical Association to crack down on parents and reporters who have exposed a number of child mutilation programs at hospitals across the country under the guise of gender-affirming care. The AMA calls the reports about gender programs a coordinated attack. These coordinated attacks threaten federally protected rights to health care for patients and their families, The attacks are rooted in an international campaign of disinformation, 
where a few high-profile users on social media share false and misleading information targeting individual physicians and hospitals, resulting in a rapid escalation of threats, harassment, and disruption of care across multiple jurisdictions. The AMA wrote in a letter to Garland Tuesday, our organizations have called on technology companies to do more to prevent this practice on digital platforms, and we now urge your office to take swift, swift action to investigate and prosecute all organizations, individual and entities responsible. And again, this is the same gaslighting <clears throat> that we saw by the CDC when it came to COVID. For that matter, it's the same gaslighting that we've seen if you question the last presidential election. Yep. It's it's all Orwellian right out of 1984, uh, the, the thought police and, yeah. and, and controlling um, – controlling information controlling people that disagree with them it's just it's it's shocking what christopher rufo who is a senior fellow at the manhattan institute this is a cut one clark get ready for this the american medical association is asking big tech and the department of justice to censor the platform investigate prosecute journalists who question the orthodoxy of radical gender surgeries for minors arguing the public criticism is disinformation. Here is what Rufo said last night on Laura Ingram. We know from the medical literature that doctors in the United States are performing double mastectomies, removing the breasts of, of young women. They're also performing panectomies and vaginoplasties, which are removing uh, the penis and creating an artificial vagina uh, for minors. These are children under the age of 18. And simply by pointing this out, there's been this furious reaction and what they're trying to do is mobilize the FBI, mobilize the Department of Justice, mobilize, mobilize the entire federal law enforcement apparatus to censor journalists, deplatform journalists, and they say very specifically, investigate and prosecute journalists. Uh, this is a reckless move designed to criminalize dissent uh, and protect these really awful and horrific uh, radical gender surgeries and experiments that they're performing on minors. And I'd like to deliver a message directly to Attorney General Merrick Garland. Uh, you can intimidate us, you can threaten us, you can mobilize the FBI against us, you can even drag us out of our homes in a pre-dawn raid. We are not going to stop reporting on radical gender theory in schools. We are not going to stop reporting on radical gender surgeries on minors. We are not going to stop until we've taken this rotten ideology out of our institutions. There's nothing you can do to stop us. The people of this country are coming and they won't stop until you're finished. I, I Now, a lot of people say, well, I don't know about that. I, I really do think when it comes to this, uh, th this is something that uh, it, it touches families and anybody, as you were alerting, alluding to just a few minutes ago, anybody with a lick of common sense, why aren't you up in arms over this? And I think there are going to be a lot of people up in arms over this. And, you know, and I know in a sense there's, you know, there's a, a hornet's nest, you know, right here in eastern North Carolina related to this right now. And listen, I, I these these same people that just a decade ago were talking about how we need all kinds of open communication and total transparency on all kinds of issues. You know, why are you hiding it under a bushel basket? Why is this being muffled? Why is this not being brought out into the light? <clears throat> And, and, you know, the, the biggest thing for me is the fact that when you start talking about 18-year-olds and younger kids, you know, in this country, you either, you either have parental rights or you don't, like yeah. a lot of rights. Yeah. And to start talking about rolling out programs in schools to deal with this in the school systems, to educate teachers 
of how how to deal with students in this get the parents involved if you're not getting the parents involved then Bingo. then you are violating the parental rights Bingo. and i and i just it seems like this is a um you know bad analogy but it's like it's like a snowball ro- rolling down the hill the further it gets down the hill the bigger it gets yep. and if you don't stand up and say something then all of a sudden you're going to say two three years from now well, how the heck did we get here well, it's because you didn't have the guts to stand up for your principles two years before. That's how you got there. And it gets so big that, well, it's too late now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And l- let's pretend it's not there and it yep. gets so big. Well, you know, now now it's a, it's a part of the system. We can't get rid of it now. <laughs> and, you know, we talk about it all the time. I mean, for, for years when conservative when conservatives talk about, hey, the threat of this happening and that happening, if we go down this road – and, they, and you're called a nut. You're called a nut. You're laughed off. You're an extremist. You're a right-wing nut. And then three years later, because everybody kept their mouth shut or because they were afraid to lose their job for it or they're afraid to lose their invitation to a freaking party for it, all of a sudden, it's there. Yep. And we're there on many issues. Yep. And yep. hey, we've got to take another time out. 561-8255. I'd love to hear from you on this. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Brandon's heroics. This, uh, Brandon, she, what does he play? Well, Mr. President, they're not, um... Folks, let's hear it for Brandon. What a job he's doing. Let's go, Brandon. Now back to news and let's news go, on 96.3 and 103.7. You know, we were talking about Whoopi Goldberg and uh, <laughs> earlier in the program... <laughs> You remember the whoopee cushions? Do you remember those? Did you ever have those in school? The whoopee Goldberg cushion. But one of our listeners uh, just uh, texted me and said, um, you know, talking about whoopee and how she basically was saying that Herschel Walker was just a token. Uh, ask a good question. Well, do you think whoopee was a token? Do you think whoopee would have that job? <laughs> Listen, I mean, if, she's the one that's slinging the mud. I mean, Whoopi, if you're going to sling the mud, get ready to have some mud slung back at you. Yeah, t- talking about this whole gender diversity stuff and the horrendous things that are happening to these kids. And again, these kids, th- this is child abuse. And I, I, I've said it, I'll say it again. Anybody that is younger than 10 years old, has got, that says I've got a gender issue and I, I think I'm, I, I really want to go through with some sort of change in who I am, that, that, that child has been coached. It, I, I mean, and, the, the, and again, I, I'll say this, this uh, um, <clears throat> Professor Dendy over at ECU that's been pushing this at ECU, uh, there's no way she's got a four-year-old child. And then she would talk in, in the, in in those in that category that that uh, you know we we need to reach out to so that the children every everyone whether she said everybody in the transgender spectrum i think she said something like that uh, well i mean i come from i mean let, let's just say that we're not coached <clears throat> but let's look at other issues with children yeah a 10 year old you can't get your ears old. pierced without <clears throat> your parents yeah that that's correct but you know that i mean medically their brains are not fully developed not fully developed until 
you know, late teens, early twenties for girls, twenties for boys. <laughs> some, some, I'm not sure mine's so, still fully developed, but at the same time, I mean, are, are you going to believe them about everything? I mean, say, right. say they were not coached and they say, well, you know what? I, I'm eight years old. I feel like I'm, I'm a girl. Well, are, are you going to believe if they say you feel like you're, um, uh, a, a pelican, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. fish, yeah. a turtle? I mean, good grief. I mean, kids are kids and they're not fully developed yet. And to, to push that, particularly without the parent's permission, um, you better stay away from it. It's just uh, Again, there's going to be all kinds of lawsuits coming down the road. Interestingly, the Biden administration wants the federal government to be diversity, equity, model for the nation. The Biden administration is working on a national strategy for establishing diversity, equity, and inclusion policies for the government that officials hope can be used as a template for companies and other organizations throughout the country. Now, the irony of this is they're just making it official. They've been doing this for years. And the idea that that they say, well, we, you know, we want to be the, you know why? the model. The you know template. why? Because people don't push back on this nonsense. Yep. So they say, hey, let's full court press. No one's yep. saying anything. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, it makes you sick. And again, they, they sell this as, you know, we want everybody to have the same opportunity. And and what's interesting about this is no, you don't, Mm -mm. you do not want everybody to have the same opportunity. Kamala Harris said it just very clearly, clearly weeks before the last election. Well, she just said it last week. She said it last week about hurricane relief, but it was almost the same statement that she said a few weeks before the election that she basically says everybody needs to end up in the same place. No, that, no, that is not true. Bingo. I mean, and you know, we have all the time, we have the governor talking about when we starts talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion, he starts talking about, we need more state employees that, uh, that look like the people they represent. That is, what does that, what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, I've, I've heard medical schools, I've heard hospitals say we need to recruit people that look more like the patients. I don't, I've been a patient a few times. I don't give a damn what my doctor looks like. Well, do you want that at a mental hospital? No, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to, I'd like maybe to see the resume, see where they, you know, went to medical school, where they did the residency, where they did the specialty. I don't care what they look like, what color they are, and you know what? They can be transgender if they're the best damn doctor and transgender. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. sorry no, no, I hear, I hear you, preacher brother. California school district promoted a guidebook to educators with resources on how to help hide students' gender transitions from their parents. According And listen, what happens in California eventually makes it the rest of the way across the country. Now, I'm hoping that's wrong. I'm hoping that California will break off and sink into the Pacific. But Ruin the most beautiful state in America, and they want oh, yeah. to just roll that program out. San Francisco United, uh, I'm sorry, Unified School District used a LGBTQ student services guidebook to advise educators how to avoid outing students' gender transitions to their parents by concealing their gender identity at school, according to school documents. Teachers were given a worksheet for elementary school students and asked them to list the name they want to be called at school. And if the teacher can share that name with the students, grown-ups apparently referring to their uh, parents or legal guardians. And and you referred to this earlier. What we see happening, and again, there, there there's accusations that there is, uh, and, and well, I mean, the, the East Carolinian reported on it, as well as uh, Sloan Rothbach uh, re, re reported on it. But what what is this connection between 
the uh, public school system and this this new clinic that's being started at ECU. But you know they they call it the ECU safe zone training. And why is it called safe zone? Because they want to make sure that the the kids that have said you know I, I've got a you know I'm I'm tra- transgender confused or you know transgender phoria whatever they call it but the idea is you know oh we want you to be safe we want you to feel like you can come and talk to us and we want to make sure that nobody else finds out including the parents I mean that's the common denominator I mean what I just read was out in San Francisco. But it's happening all over the country, and it's happening through the public school system. Yeah, parent, parents should be involved. And of course, <clears throat> when somebody gets over 18 years old, I mean, you start getting a little bit different issues. And and this whole safe zone talk, um, you know, I, I can understand. I, I see there's times when, when people are not very nice to people that, you know, are either transgender or, or, or they, they dress different. And and look, I come from a position of if anyone that works for me, you know, wants to belittle somebody that's different, or if someone in my family, like my kids, want, I mean, I'm gonna come down on them real darn hard. I mean, I, I think you, everybody deserves respect, but to start pushing this down into the K through 12 of which that program there is is being talked about. Uh, these are kids. These are under right. 18 years old, and that that's I think it's a process of you know what. We have been in the colleges and universities now for a hundred years, and it's been darn effective. Now we've got to get them younger. We've got to go oh, to yeah. the elementary schools. The same, the same nonsense with this critical race theory, yep. the sixteen nineteen project BS. You know where when we started talking about this two years ago, people said, "Oh, that's not happening. That's not happening." Yes, it is happening. Yep. It is talked about. Well, and as you said earlier, listen, uh, the the first people that need to be informed about any kind of this is a major issue in life i mean Mm -hmm. i would think even a transgender individual would say yes this is a major issue in life would you not go to the to the the two people that love this child the most first that would be the parents now listen i I know that there's a very small Mm -hmm. percentage of bad parents out there but by and large the vast majority, the vast vast majority of parents love their kids. They they do, and I and I you know I would I would counter that a little bit by saying that uh, you know I just have to look and say that I mean I've seen people grow up much differently than I did. They didn't have the parents that I did. I, I see some people that I, I think are don't have the parents that I hope that I am. So I mean I, I can understand that there's some kids out there that probably struggles with this, but at the same time. But you're going to have a policy that you're not going to inform the parents? Bingo. The parents are the parents. It, there's a process. If you think those parents are not good parents, there's a process that you can go through in our, our state system. And it's not based on one person's opinion that just trumps everything else. I mean, I mean, uh, you, you have courts that still allow bad parents to have authority over their children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 the whole... We, we need to get a hold of this and get a hold of it quick because it's, it's getting out of hand. Stay with us. More news and views coming up. Back to the 
show that really makes you think. He is a genius. He's all-powerful. He brought a kind of heat. He could be the best. Just don't hurt yourself, okay? More news and views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. So the North Carolina Supreme Court is uh, meeting up at the Chowan County Courthouse in Edenton. They met there yesterday, met there again today. Uh, the two big pieces of conversation was whether or not the General Assembly will need to redraw state election maps, whether the current map will be thrown out again. Also, they uh, are talking uh, yesterday about the voter ID. And, you know, it's really interesting. Uh, African-American voters are more likely than white voters to lack appropriate IDs under SB 824. Isn't that a finding of fact by the trial court after hearing all evidence and conflicting expert witness testimony based on that evidence, Associate Justice Anita Earls asked. To that I say, uh, uh, you know, Justice Earls, are, are you that much of a racist? <laughs> or, or is it, you know, all, all those old tired black people just can't get it together to get an ID. I, I mean, the, the comments from the... Uh, opposition from the left on both of these issues are so racist. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the interesting thing about the maps is, you know what? How did the Republicans get a, get control of the state legislature? They won. They, they won, won and they won under maps that were partisan maps drawn drawn by, by Democrats. Democrats. Exactly. The Democrats were in control of things for decades and decades and decades. And guess what? Republicans won because they won on good ideas, and it also means they won in districts that were not gerrymandered for them. And the Democrats just need to learn, you know what, they need to they need to win on issues, not on violating the state constitution. And that's yep. and that's what they're trying Bingo. to do. They're just trying to circumvent the constitution to change well, the rules. To even, even to the point that they say, well, the constitution it guarantees that we have fair elections for everyone. No, it doesn't. It it guarantees that the state legislature that was voted in by the people, they are the ones that make the decisions. We're out of time. We'll do it again tomorrow. Pick up where we left off at 5 o'clock tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, all right, all right.